0: Away, you moldy rogue. Away.
1: Hello everyone, and welcome back to the Moldy Rogues Podcast. Now, this week, I want to try something a little different, and I got my good friend ChatGPT to write the intro to the show. I gave it a few of my usual self-effacing intros and told it to write the next one. See if you can spot the bits where it clearly struggles to understand what exactly this podcast could possibly be, something a lot of us have been struggling with for a few years. So, over to the uncanny valley of the ChatGPT intro. Hey there, lovely listeners. It's time to dive into another exciting edition of our Mouldiest of Rogues podcast. I hope you're ready for some intriguing discussions because today we have not one, but two captivating features lined up for you. Brace yourselves, this is going to be a wild ride. First up, we have secrets to a long life. Have you ever wondered what it takes to live a long and fulfilling existence? We'll be exploring fascinating tips and tricks that might just hold the key to unlocking the secrets of longevity. And then, in our second feature, we have roll Dahl or Wrong Dahl. Now, I must warn you, this segment can be a real brain teaser. James, poor James, always finds himself in a state of exasperation as he tries to discern the real roll Dahl from the imposters. Will he succeed this time? Tune in to find out. So, grab your metaphorical popcorn and get comfortable. We have a lot in store for you today, let's get on with it shall we? They know that- So I found some more old dears. I found Edith Atkinson-Wiley.
0: Bella and sausage rolls.
1: Yeah. Go for it. <laughs> Edith Atkinson-Wiley reads every day on her Kindle.
0: uh uh-huh.
1: But the 106-year-old Montana resident credits uh-huh. her longevity not to modern inventions, but yeah. to good genes, bourbon, water, Cheetos... Whilst watching what?
0: Hang on, okay. Just to recap, so she credits <laughs> yes. it on good genes. Yep. Yep. I assume you mean DNA as opposed to Levi's
1: yep. five hundred one.
0: Okay. Then you said bourbon.
1: <laughs> Am I mean... thinking of like a bonbon?
0: Yeah. Well, this is it. So I think I think maybe you mean bourbon, right? Which is the what the Americans call a whiskey.
1: So what's a, a, bourbon? a
0: rye whiskey? A bourbon cream is like quite an austere (laughs) sort of chocolate biscuit from the 50s, which could be a good pair of jeans, bourbon creams, and she watches Breaking Bad.
1: (laughs) In her defense, though, the bourbon, I think, is a much underrated biscuit. Uh, So I'm guessing now she means bourbon. That's probably why she said bourbon and water. (laughs) She's in it, <laughs> Yeah, 100...
0: <laughs> otherwise that is quite an austere existence, just dipping her bourbon cream into a glass of water.
1: Listen, if you want to make it to 106, you got to do what you got to do.
0: In her so jeans, she's sat... <laughs> dipping the bourbon creams in water. She's 106, but I'd just be like, oh, I'll just end it now. What's the point? <laughs> okay, so she's watching a TV show.
1: Do you want the four options?
0: Uh, no, no, no. Let me try a couple of ranging shots.
1: From what you know about going. her...
0: Yeah. Well, the first thing, and this, this just helps me a little bit, but time-wise for this TV show, we're talking kind of, what, 70s onwards TV show? Because if it's something um, like from the 60s, then I'm probably not going to know what it is.
1: Well, I'm going to give you the options. It's Dallas. more generalised. It, I'm not going to give you an actual TV show as opposed to a genre.
0: Oh, fine. Okay. Then in that case, let me guess. Uh okay. Soap opera.
1: So I sit wearing my good jeans, eating my creams in water and creams into
0: a glass of water.
1: Is she watching daytime soaps? Mm -hmm. The five o'clock news porn Mm -hmm. or real crime series? What do you think? Edith Atkinson Wiley is watching
0: daytime soaps.
1: i will tell you it's the wrong answer no this cheeto muncher watches the five o'clock news daily Mm. although not for many more days next margaret young passes on this piece of advice be happy and have plenty of what the residents of sutton in england recently rang in her 108th birthday with a what party. I'll tell you, it relates to the original what? Sex.
0: No, it's not sex. It's not sex. Um, all right, so she's in the UK, be happy and something, and then the residents of her town threw a party for her, a party that was themed on this.
1: Yes. Okay. Be happy and have plenty of black scotch eggs. (laughs) Is there such a thing as a scotch egg theme party?
0: Yeah, I'm sure you could do something around that.
1: All right, four options. Is she saying have plenty of fun dancing and she has a dance party? Is she says have plenty of cups of tea? And she has a tea party. She says, have plenty of birthdays. And she celebrates with a birthday party. Or does she say, have plenty of sex and celebrated her 108th birthday with a sex party?
0: Okay, it's not a sex party. (laughs) I don't think it's dancing. So I think tea is the logical conclusion. Because you can have a tea party. Yes. And drinking lots of cups of tea.
1: Yeah. A dance party would be on Margaret, do you
0: think? Well, I don't want to. I don't know what Margaret's level of mobility is like. Dance is certainly number two, then sex, then what was the other one you said?
1: Birthday party.
0: Have lots of birthdays. Well, that's not up to you. Um, well, it's
1: up to Margaret. She's at one hundred and
0: eight. Yeah, sure, but I don't think that was the reason that she's reached that age. She just loves a birthday. I'm going to say tea.
1: I will tell you. It is a tea party. Well done. Yes, yeah. one for two. Former firefighter and centenarian. Wait a minute. Centenarian? Centurion. Well, you would think, but that is not what it is spelt.
0: Former firefighter and centurion.
1: <laughs> Does that mean he worked for the Romans as a guard?
0: Yeah, no, that's what I understand. <laughs> centurion means he was part of Julius Caesar's conquest of Germania. <laughs> That's pretty old. <laughs> if he's got this far, I'm going to listen to his advice. What's kept him alive this long?
1: Drinking from a special chalice. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> so, Art Steglieter. He says, I'm a big blank drinker. His name's not
0: ARG, is it? A-R-G.
1: <laughs> ARG. Art. art.
0: Oh, Art. okay.
1: Right, <laughs> Art Steglieter. He says, I'm a big blank drinker. I have at least yeah. six to eight cups of blank A day. The Aurora, Illinois resident told the Chicago Tribune. Now, top of your head, what's a blank? Piss. (laughs) You know, amazingly, it's not one of the four options. If I'd have Um, thought of it, I would have snuck it in.
0: It would be tea, coffee, water, or... Uh, What did you say? Eight to ten cups a day.
1: Six to eight.
0: Six to eight. It's not going to be... Wine, because you wouldn't say a cup of wine. Although he might, because he's from pre-Christ times. So maybe they did just have cups back then, because they hadn't quite figured out how to use glass properly. Um, so whatever he's been drinking six to ten times a day has sustained him for a millennia. Okay. Probably water.
1: I will give you the options. Is it? Hmm. Coffee? Uh-huh. Whiskey, Mm -hmm. vodka, or water?
0: Yeah, it's not whiskey, it's not vodka. Because you wouldn't have a cup of whiskey or a cup of vodka. you have a glass. Water. Because if you drank six cups of coffee minimum day, he probably hasn't slept since AD (laughs) 42
1: or whenever he was in the Roman legions. I will tell you, Art Lita has six to eight, averages seven, okay. cups of coffee every day. No wonder he is still going strong.
0: What kind of coffee are we talking now? Mm. Six to eight pumpkin spice lattes <laughs> have sustained me since the time of Octavian Caesar, <laughs> all through my conquests of Gaul.
1: Last one, Florence Burse. Of Bangor Maine, turned a hundred last year, drinking her favourite beverage and mm-hmm. eating birthday cake. Her other mm-hmm. piece of advice for a long life is: mm. don't take any blank
0: mm. shit.
1: Mm? I think she is suggesting don't take any shit.
0: I will give you the- <laughs> that's how she lived to hundred.
1: <laughs> is it? Don't take any drugs. Mm don't take anything for granted, Mm -hmm. don't take any baloney, or don't take any long walks off short piers.
0: Right. Um, The word baloney is not one that you would usually use, which makes me think that that is perhaps an old American lady speaking.
1: Well, maybe that's exactly why I put it in there. You don't think I have the intelligence necessary?
0: Uh, No. (laughs) I think it's baloney.
1: I will tell you. Florence Burse of Bangamane suggests don't take any baloney. Well done, sir. Yes. I
0: knew that. I knew that one. Your
1: spidey senses were tingling. A word I would not use. Excellent. You've got. Two out of four, a solid 50%. Oh. So you will live 50% longer. <laughs> that was good. Well, this is the return of crowd favorite Roll Dahl or Wrong Dahl, the feature that does not die, despite our best efforts. <laughs> Could you explain to our listener briefly the thinking, if that's not too strong a word, this sure. feature?
0: Dan has spent time out of his busy schedule <laughs> finding a number of um, famous and beloved literature. Uh, a number of different books, and he's also spent some time, what should we say, (laughs) scraping through the sewer of adult entertainment, and basically the premise of this game is that he is going to read a title, and I, using my fairly lacking knowledge of both categories, have to decide whether it's a beloved book or the name of some filth that Dan watches on the internet.
1: (laughs) Is it a fruity, unmentionable, or a children's readable?
0: That's very good. Fruity, unmentionable, or a children's readable.
1: That's what we do. Okay. The first item is Mr. Elephant. Is that Uh, a naughty video or a classic children's book? I'm
0: going to say it's a, a classic book because I think... If it's a naughty video, that's just too brutalist a title.
1: Even for our pornographic producers, that's a bit too on the nose.
0: Well, Normally, when it comes to the dirty movies, there's a bit more description, so you know maybe it it hints at the wider story or something like that.
1: If it was Mr. Elephant and the Horny Zookeepers 4... There we go, exactly, because
0: you're giving me a bit more to work with there, but (laughs) just Mr. Elephant... Doesn't really describe what Mister Elephant does, so yeah, I'm going to go famed book.
1: I will tell you this is children's book by Lark PN. Neither of those are names, but good old Lark PN with his Mister Elephant. Okay, number two. Oopsies.
0: <laughs> uh, this is this is also a children's book. Oopsie denotes a mistake of some kind error, which you would hope wouldn't occur too much in the adult video genre it's not a place for mistakes <laughs> um, so I'm going to say with all hope that this is a children's book
1: no this, this is a pornographic film yeah. I'm afraid oopsies and there are mistakes made during the running time of this movie Okay. But I'd rather... Well,
0: best not oh. to dwell too much on those.
1: <laughs> okay, one, one. Next up, a sick day for Amos McGee. Ah, a sick day. A sick day for Amos McGee.
0: Amos McGee is a, mm. a, a... Spidey sense is tingling a little mm. bit there. A sick day as well. Not clear a whether it's is...
1: like a day taken off work. Or a troubling day. That's
0: not clear. Or using sort of slang for a brilliant day.
1: Oh, it might be actually. I think after a certain age, you're not allowed to use the word sick. And I'm sad. Yeah, I agree. Over the top.
0: Fourteen. Yeah. (laughs) I think. Um. I think there's definitely some red flags on this one, but the sick day thing kind of turns it back to the land of innocence for me because (laughs) I just feel. What kind of skullduggery can Amos McGee get up to if he's unwell? If it's like a horny day with Amos <laughs> McGee, then obviously that's definitely a, an adult. But I think a sick day suggests to me that maybe it's just about Amos McGee sort of feeling under the weather and how he <laughs> overcomes um, whatever is afflicted him.
1: There's not a lot of romantic movies where either person is violently ill throughout. It doesn't add to the mood, does it?
0: Because that just suggests that maybe he's got a bit of a cold and he's decided to stay at home with the sips.
1: Have you come to a decision? Children's. You go in children's book, I will tell you, you are correct. It is a book by Philip C. Stead. I think the giveaway there is the full name, Amos McGee. Not a lot of porn films with the full name of a fictional character in. It would confuse the horny purchaser.
0: Horny purchaser, Absolutely.
1: Um, next up and this is not a request suck my lollipop james right yeah okay
0: uh, i mean <laughs> do you want me to talk through this one or should we just skip to the chase yeah
1: talk through your thinking as brief as it may be well i don't think
0: there can be any <clears throat> i i don't really know how this could be anything but filth yeah. um The word suck. Whenever that word is in play, chances are Mm. you're going to have blue on your
1: hands. Do you think Lick My Lollipop would have been a children's book? Yeah,
0: My Lollipop is the problem as well. (laughs) My Lollipop. If it was something like, do you like lollipops? That also sounds dodgy, but that sounds (laughs) sounds slightly more sinister. Anything to do with lollipops, in fact, I've decided. A lollipop in a title is never a good thing. But, I mean, the addition of the words suck and lollipop (laughs) together, the juxtaposition of those two words, it's an open goal. That's shelf.
1: You have slammed it home, much like the lollipop, I imagine. Well done. Yes, that is top shelf action. Next one. Not now, Bernard. Um,
0: (laughs) This is a, a children's book.
1: Are you sure? Maybe Bernard was trying to do something nefarious
0: maybe but it's it's a very very niche if what they want to see is a persistent horny chap called bernard which i presume is what you're hinting at i don't think that's the case i just think that's too bizarre even in the world of adult options
1: makes his way around like a female changing room and gets rebuffed by every lady in there a good film
0: yeah, but I don't know. Would that be an adult entertainment? Just people <laughs> who get their kicks off watching somebody get rejected. There is apparently a um, a type of adult action where <laughs> a Norwegian guy who used to build really intricate train sets and things. And then the fetish was that he would then get buxom ladies to destroy his train sets. So I'm talking about that. You talk
1: about niche. Good grief.
0: Yeah, so there are definitely weird niches out there, but I think Not Now Bernard is a children's <laughs> book.
1: Is the correct answer. That is David McKee, classic children's book. Okay, we've got two more. Next up, Chunky Chicks.
0: Again, do you want me to talk through this one?
1: Or, <laughs> or should we just
0: skip to the next one?
1: It could be The Little Yellow Bird, maybe. Uh, a cute no. story about uh,
0: Yeah, if it was little, if it was musical, if it was chirpy, any of those adjectives in front of the word chicks, I would agree with you. But chunky, chunky is the issue here. You can always pick up on certain patterns when there's adjectives followed by certain words. Chunky and chicks. I think this is probably a film about
1: larger ladies. You've done it again. Knocked it out of the park. Yes, that is adult entertainment. Okay, next up, big red lollipop. Um, now
0: you've already said. Oh, that word, lollipop?
1: You've you've yeah. already said. Yeah, as soon as the word lollipop comes up, you pardon the expression, then you've already made your mind up.
0: No, no, no. I think lollipop gets the old spider senses tingling. <laughs> I think in this case, however, it's swung back the other way. Huh. If it was big lollipop, okay, that's heading towards Phil. But big red lollipop. I think he's actually brought it back round to the land of nice things. You know, again, if there was any action involved there, that would definitely be filth. It's not Lick My, it's not, you know, there's nothing <laughs> involving that.
1: My friend's lollipop?
0: Yeah, yeah, no, no, It's not filth.
1: I will tell you, this is a book... By Roxana Khan, a classic children's book. Ever since Oopsies, you have been on fire in this game. Now, the the last one I had, but I think it might be a slam dunk, My Girlfriend's Cock.
0: I'm sorry, is that it? (laughs) Again, scant on detail, but I think the juxtaposition of those words, Girlfriend, Cock, normally when those two are in the same sentence, we're talking films. (laughs) In that film, the title... Does all the hard work for you.
1: Well done. Yes, another slam dunk. This continues to be one of your strongest features. As I say, combining two of your favorite things, <sighs> reading and porn.
0: I wish we could go back to film with you so. and <laughs> stuff.
1: Okay, that is that. And this is actually me. James never did work out who the real role Dahl was from all those imposters, did he? Next week. We will have a triple bill of Cock or Not, T4, as the cool kids are calling Top Trumps, Top Trumps, and Lost in Translation. Until then.
0: Thanks everyone for listening. Bye bye. Mm-hmm.